All right, welcome to Coffee with Marcus and Mark. In this show, we are going to talk to you about what's happening in the markets and how we are trading it. And today is Monday. What is Monday? September 18th. And wow, I mean, this will be an exciting week because it's Fed meeting week. This week, the Fed will meet. So how will markets react? We found a few trades this morning, so we'll talk to you about this. And of course, we'll talk about the trades that expired last week. Oh, shoot, I gave it away. Anyhow, <laughs> you'll see <laughs> what we did with our trades. By the way, if this is your first time here, I'm Marcus Heidkotter. This super smart guy over there is my head coach, Mark Hart. And we're real traders who trade live accounts. So therefore, we got a lot of trading experience. We're showing you how we trade these crazy markets. So trust me, we know our stuff and we're not afraid to tell you like it is. So if you're here looking for some honest insights into the fascinating world of trading, you are in the right place. And boy, this will be an interesting week, Mark. What do you think? I think we're going to get some moves, <laughs> which is, <laughs> makes it interesting. I, I mean, really, it's all about the Fed this week. There's no surprise there, Marcus. Yeah, let's uh, let's actually hop over and go to the economic calendar uh, so that we see what's happening. So the Fed meeting starts tomorrow, but really on Wednesday, when it wraps up, this is when we see the grande finale. It all starts at 1 p.m. Central Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time, uh, with the announcement what they will do with the uh, rate, plus a brief statement. And then I think everybody is waking, waiting for Powell to grab the mic at uh, 2.30 Eastern Time and tell us what he thinks about all this. Exactly. Right now, it's not about whether or not the Fed will raise rates. The markets have priced in the fact that the Fed will not do that. So that would be a complete shock to the market. Instead, it's about what the wording is, whether uh, Powell gets uh, aggressive with his uh, fight against inflation and, and says we we have to, to you know, fight harder and, and potentially raise rates. Or if he says, you know, things are looking pretty good, we're at a good point. And that's the difference between hawkish and dovish. Uh, right. And uh, right now, traders think that we are at a good point because if you look at the probabilities, 99% probability that the Fed keeps rates the same at this meeting, no surprise there. But now also the scales are tipping in your favor for the box of stakes. I mean... Almost 70% probability that they will not raise rates in uh, in November. I'm a little bit surprised by these probabilities. Well, in your favor, traders and this uh, Fed Funds Futures tool has been uh, wrong <laughs> since yeah. the Fed started raising rates. Uh, you know, traders and investors have always thought the Fed won't go as far and uh, the probabilities as, as far as future projections go the probabilities for the upcoming meeting have been pretty spot on uh, but for future projections they've always been a little more optimistic thinking that the fed won't raise um, and i know that the dot plot what fed members have projected for the future shows that we still have a, a hiker tube so we'll see if that changes and uh, hear what pal has to say yeah, because last week we had uh, inflation data coming in hotter than expected. We had the CPI data increasing by 0.6%. We had the PPI data increasing by 0.7%, way more than the expectation. So this is where I don't think that, that Powell can shrug this off. And this is where everybody wants to know, okay, what is Powell thinking about it? Does he say, ah, yeah, well, 
that's okay. It's just one data point. We're looking at everything. Or will he mention in the meeting that he's getting concerned that inflation could push higher again? And this is where I think crude oil is playing a big role in things right now. Crude oil hitting highs uh, that we haven't seen since November. And you, you kind of have what would be considered a good thing, and that is more demand for oil. Uh, if you're going into a recession and also China, if nobody is producing anything and crude oil demand is weak, that, then that's another story. But here demand's increasing and OPEC is not increasing output. Yeah. So, I mean, as I mentioned, at, at prices that we haven't seen since November last year, and for the quarter, we're up 30%. We talked about it last week, but I mean, this quarter uh, up 33%. I mean, that's kind of crazy. It is. Pretty big move there. Pretty big move. Yeah. Looking at the markets overall today, the markets are on a five-minute chart of the S&P 500, basically saying, I don't know what's going on. Let's wait for the Fed. I mean, uh, in the overnight session, let's take a look at the overnight session for a moment. There was a little bit of a scare coming into the open where it's looked like, okay, crude oil futures are pushing higher and uh, now suddenly it's all about crude oil. But then ever since the market opened, I mean, we were just diddling around so far. And to me, that would be expected. And that drop that you showed with uh, the futures, Marcus, even that seemed a little exaggerated based on the chart that you're looking at. It is a drop. What? Well, that's three points, right? Right. Or no, 13. I'm sorry. Uh, but, but even so, my point is not, yes, there was this drop and crude oil was spiking at the same time. Uh, but going into this week, it, it could be that it's pretty flat and undecisive until Wednesday. Yeah. All right. Let's take a look at our positions. And then uh, if you want, we also have a few new trades for you. And you know the drill, if you have been watching out, we're trading likes for trades. So if you want us to show you the trades that we found today, click on like and uh, we'll take a look at those. And uh, on this, let's actually take a look at our current positions and what happened to the trades that we had on yesterday. Oh, one quick look here. It's pretty, we see it. It's a, it's a very mixed market today, looking at the heat. Yep. All right, so uh, ALB. ALB was a trade that we were both in. Uh, we had the 180 strike price, and uh, on Friday, we closed at 183. So this expired worthless. That's the way to do it. Yeah, <laughs> and there's, there's a, another possibility today where you can sell the 177.50. I mean, we decided not to take the trade, but it's a good trade, right? Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, this was definitely on my radar. And at one point, the 175 popped up briefly. That to me was attractive. That gets you closer to those lows that we had back in May. But we were considering a few other opportunities at the same time. Yeah. Then also GM General Motors. I was in General Motors last week. I sold the, I can't remember, 3250, I believe. And uh, on Friday, obviously, we closed higher. So this one also expired worthless. Right now, the 33 is available. I think that's a little bit high here. And also with the UAW strike going on, I, I would wait here a few days, but that is another great possibility here. Earlier this morning, the 3250 was available. Yeah, not bad, not bad. And 
We'll we'll see how the the strike plays out, but we also have the Fed to consider this week too. So I, I think you could take that uh, in consideration. There is a potential market moving event on Wednesday. Here you have that. Well, let's look at CSIQ. Yeah. <laughs> CSIQ, and we talked about it, this is all about interest rates, right? And until Wednesday, we'll probably be in this holding pattern here because, I mean, they're a solar company. And of course, interest rates make a huge difference of when you amortize the solar on the roof. So, I mean, we talked about it this morning with our mastermind, Mark. You said it. I mean, salespeople probably have a hard time pushing solar right now. And that's that's the thing. Uh, nobody's paying cash for solar. It's always financed. And there's a great talking point when you're a salesperson and you could say, hey, it pays for itself in nine years or whatever it might be. But when now and, and I don't know the exact numbers, but if it's going so far in the future because of the higher interest rates that you're talking about equipment upgrades that need to take place before it gets paid off, it's a harder sale. So I think that we probably need another earnings season where these companies could say, hey, we, we revised our uh, future guidance down, but actually things are better than expected. And also some uh, dovish talk from the Fed will definitely help CSIQ. Yeah. I mean, uh, for, for today, down a percent. And uh, again, it's the uncertainty of what will happen here. We'll talk about NEE in a moment, but PNC. Uh, PNC had a good week last week. Today, uh, a little bit down one uh, percent. So we will see. I mean, what we had a phenomenal run last week. I mean, uh, we we moved off these lows all the way up here. That's ten percent. I'm not surprised that there's a little bit of profit taking here right now after this uh, this strong move. Yeah, the, a pause right now because of that huge pop, and then also the Fed. That that's uh, to be expected. Yeah. NEE, Next Era Energy. That's a super interesting one. So we did get assigned at uh, 69.50 while we were assigned and owning the stock. There was an ex-dividend date and the dividend got deposited into our accounts on Friday. So that was a nice surprise. Nice little bonus there. That's why, you know, for me, it, it doesn't have to be that wheel stocks pay a dividend. But I prefer it, and this is a perfect example. Brings down your break even a little bit or a nice little paycheck, depending on how you uh, want to view it. And yesterday or Friday, we had the 69.50 calls expiring. Yeah. So now we can take a look at it at possibly uh, selling those again. And uh, that's where NEE, um, let's, let's see where we are at right now. For Fridays, 69.50. Okay. 20 by 30 is possible. This morning, some of our mastermind members grabbed the 30 when it was available. Uh, what do you think right now? I like 30 cents or more on this. I, I think 30 is great. And we started to come back. Uh, if you look at a five-minute chart of NEE, it, it's been moving today, which is good. Uh, I like to see some movement here because it tends to be a little more quiet. But after the open and like you said some mastermind members got 30 cents it dropped it's come right back let's see if we have a little more upside here though yeah it would be nice to, to have another push but yeah NEE is doing great because if we go back to the chart uh, we see that uh, after the dividend payment my break even is right now at uh, 68.05 we are trading at 68.53 so definitely above the break even that's what we want to see yep all right 
So let me ask you, do you want to guys, do you want to see some of the trades that we took this morning? Uh, because if so, do us a favor, give us a like. Uh, we actually have two trades to talk about. And uh, let's see how many likes we get. We can start with the first trade. What do you think about that, Mark? Let's do it. All right. So the first trade, this is actually where I decided to join you in UPS. I mean, you have had UPS... Uh, you sold the 165, got assigned, and uh, so right now you own UPS at 165. This morning, the 157.50 was available. It still is. It still is. So uh, the 157.50, um, I sold that one for 95 cents, uh, which nice. gives me 43% uh, annualized. So I'm liking this, joining you here on UPS. Love it. Love it. I, I think that's a great strike. And if you look a little bit further back support wise, uh, this one has some really nice support at those levels. So even though it's seen a little bit of uh, some downside recently, there's strong support going back uh, a while. Yeah. And uh, also looking at the chart, I mean, uh, at first it started dipping and uh, I mean, premiums of $1.10 were even possible. Right now coming back, but premiums of uh, 75 to 80 cents are still available if you want to take this trade here as well. All right, let me see how we're doing on likes. We're doing pretty good. You want to, want to show them the other trade that we did, Mark? Sure. All right. So the other trade, Texas Instruments. So Texas Instruments here, uh, super interesting. I actually got the uh, 160 strike price. So as you can see, Text Instruments meets our criteria. Uh, market cap above 5 billion, a nice dividend yield to P ratio of lower than 50. Uh, looking here at the uh, quarterly statement, super solid, the annual growing with growing profits. I mean, this just looks like a super solid company. And then uh, there was the 160 available a little bit earlier today. I like that the 160 looks great. Great looking chart for the wheel strategy there. And the 160, yeah, you know what? Because um, 68 cents would be minimum for the 30% annualized that we look to, to target. And it's uh, just slightly below it now. It looks like you could get 60, 61 cents, which is a little lower than we would want. But yeah. good looking trade, good looking chart. Yeah. Anyhow, I took this one. Do you want to talk about what uh, what you decided to do? <laughs> or not really? Is this something <laughs> yeah. that you want to talk about? Or is this something where we say, well, I mean, it's too soon. Maybe that's something that Mark wants to talk about tomorrow or maybe never, ever. Uh, so <laughs> how do you feel? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I love the trade. And I have one slot that I am looking to fill. I also know that the Fed is a potential market mover on Wednesday. We just don't know. Is it going to be to the upside? Is it going to be to the downside? Does it come Wednesday? Does it come Thursday morning? So th this is, a, you know, a, a big week. So I want to make sure it's a great trade. And I, I liked it. I thought it was a great trade. But I was trying to get just a little bit more on the premium. And I didn't get it. So. <laughs> I'm okay with that. I'm at peace with myself. I feel good, Marcus, especially when I know that some stakes are headed my way in November. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk again after Wednesday. We'll talk Thursday morning of what's happening right. here. Right. So, I mean, right now, uh, we took a look at this earlier, the heat map. We, we have a super mixed market, not a whole lot going on. 
And uh, going back to a five minute chart, we see that the Dow is down 20 points, which is nothing. The S&P is up not even a point. The Nasdaq is down three points. So, I mean, this is what we call an unchanged market, an absolute flat market here. Exactly. So, and it could be that it's this way uh, for the next two days. Could be, could be. I expect a, a move tomorrow because markets don't like to be uh, really squeezed into a range for three days in a row. And we already expect a really dull Wednesday morning uh, looking ahead at the Fed statement that is coming in the afternoon. But I, I think that we might see a move tomorrow. But today it's super, super quiet. It is. All right. Hey, if you found this helpful, especially as we discuss our trades, uh, do us a favor and give us a like. If this is your first time here, consider subscribing. There's also this little bell. When you hit it, you get notified whenever we go live. And we go live every morning when the markets are open. So do that right now. And then uh, we'll see you again tomorrow morning. Happy trading, everybody.